Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast, so it's just uh, me talking about something from the week, games, movies and TV, and uh, anything else that might be in uh, in my brain at that point in time. So yeah, <clears throat> if you're a YouTube watcher, then are you a YouTube subscriber? When you click that subscribe button, you get a prize. Hmm. Don't quote me on that. If you're an audio listener, do subscribe as well. It's a huge help to us and we really do appreciate it. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Yes, I imagine it's reached that point in time where I have officially gone crazy. Um, hello. How you doing? How you all getting on? How you managing? Trying to think, like, from where I am now to when this will come out. What will be going on three in three weeks? What will be happening? Hmm, probably still not. I don't know, yeah. Probably around about the time people are meeting with each other and doing all those fun and crazy things. It's crazy. Oh, wow. So, um... Put that in the wrong place. I'm looking at my list. I'm like, that's in the wrong place. How very dare you. Um, couple of subtle changes uh, to the podcast this week. Nothing major. Uh, a little bit less of some things, a little bit more of others. You know, that's the nature of the beast. So, uh, let's get on with it. So, uh, a subject that I try to steer clear of, um, however, to be able to talk about this, I, I do have to venture back into uh, muddy territory um, with all the stuff that's been going on. Um, as I, Whenever I have spoken about it, I have sort of previously mentioned um, things like thinking you know believing that I was maybe built for being locked indoors for a year um, and yeah I'm, I'm the I'm the kind of guy that's like I oh, you know you need to you need to go and work from home okay I'm fine with that I'm probably more productive at home um, oh you need to uh, you need to not go to all of these places okay that's that's fine um, you can still go to the shops, but uh, go on your own. You know, we. You know, I don't need to break the rules down for it. But basically, um, I've been fine. I've been. I've been fine with a lot of it. Um, and if I'm honest, and I do, I do where possible try and be honest on this this uh, this here podcast. Um, I, I'm a little apprehensive. You know, when people when people talk about things returning to normal. I get a bit, um, get that twinge of, Ugh. Um, you know, people people start talking about returning to, returning to to work, uh, and 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 things like that, and I'm like, Ugh. Um, so you know, there's that. Something I have found in all this time that has started to bother me is this really random thing. Um, and that in itself, you know, it, it's really started to bother me. So the way that I process these things is I, uh, I put it out to you, 
the good people, the good public, um, just to sort of gauge how completely insane I am, I guess. So, I want to talk about wind. No, I don't mean the, uh, the, the result of eating too many baked beans. I am in fact talking about the natural occurrence of wind. Um, I feel like, I feel like that guy who's like, you know, portrayed in films and TV as being like the, the laid back one in a, in a crisis, but then when the tiniest, um, thing goes wrong, just completely loses it. Um, because like I say, through, through all of this, I feel kind of like, you know, take various aspects of it. In, in my stride. However, I've been having an issue with the wind. <laughs> Again, not the uh, not not the result of eating too many baked beans. The the wind. So it seems to have been like a particularly stormy season. Like every couple of days, it's like oh, it's another storm, is it? And the rain doesn't bother me. Um, but the wind has been really getting to me. Now, this is one of those things. It bleeds into other stuff. I, I went, uh, I went to do the big run on Saturday. Um, not going to lie. It was a disaster before I started because I basically I talked myself out of it. And in hindsight, because I talked myself out of it and what was worse was I listened and then I believed that me being a pussy for want of a better word um, was the right answer while simultaneously knowing that it wasn't and it was the wrong answer um, so in, in all of that or whilst all of that's going on the other thing that um, that got you know that was involved was it was gale force winds so as i'm sure you can imagine going in one direction hey cool it's windy uh you're absolutely flying going uh going the opposite direction um i physically couldn't move at one point uh, and that's you know that's the end of your room but this was at the back end of this thing and it's just it's just something that's built. Like I say, it seems to have been a particularly stormy time of things. And, you know, you get like... Like today, absolutely glorious weather today. It was just sunny all day. It was a beautiful day. Can't argue with that. But... I think it's a combination of things. I think it's like it was like being locked in the house. I keep saying locked in the house. Um, I've started to wonder if that's like a subconscious thing. Because um, I've only noticed it over the last couple of days. I referred to this whole situation as being locked in the house. Where that's not the truth. That's not, that's not how it is. You know, I leave the house most days yeah even if it's just going for a run um yet the rest of the time i guess i'm in the house but yeah you know maybe it's an amalgamation of these things i've started to refer to as being locked in the house uh we're, we're you know we're a week away a week tomorrow away from it being a year um, the one year anniversary from being told to stay at home and work from home and, and those things. Um, so maybe there's maybe there's something subconscious going on. But, you know, maybe there's an aspect of, you know, it's wind. There's, li there's literally nothing that you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. And then um, our bathroom has uh, an extractor fan 
the um, even on like a light breeze the the outside of the fan rattles so uh, when it's you know gale force wind it's just constantly going and I think it's just these like these tiny little things that add up to a bigger thing um, but then then I'm starting to think then I you know go down that route of am I crazy is this you know nobody else seems to be like, oh man can you believe this wind it's terrible but it was really getting to me um, I bet, and maybe that maybe this is it maybe this is the um, maybe this is the thing you know maybe it's finally after all this time started to get to me um, yeah I don't know if, I don't know if anything's really changed you know things are changing things change um, you know kids, kids have gone back to school and I think everybody's sort of waiting to see how that goes and how that affects things um, and it's just maybe it's finally reached the point that it's uh, that it's too long too long for someone like me I mean I know I know people who like that I remember back to that first lockdown and they were just properly losing their shit because like their their core being is is a social being um and having that taken away was you know the end of the world it was, it was a world ending thing for them um you know I, I can't imagine how they're a year later um so yeah i don't know maybe maybe i personally have reached a point where it's like maybe it's it's now starting to become too much um and this this tiny little thing that i can't do anything about was just blown all out of proportion because it was some kind of psychological final snap um who knows uh but yeah it's uh it's yeah it's been a it's been a weird one um just i didn't know if it was something that maybe maybe worth talking about um so we've got a recurring subject here um we're talking scammers uh, last week we talked about scammers uh, the week before I mentioned scammers uh, a few weeks ago I was talking scammers well we're, we're back to talking about scammers um, oh, man so I had, this, I had an email the other day uh, from a company that I've used previously so you know there's a link there and they were like here um, do you want money off something I looked at the item in question and I was like, yeah, actually I do. I want money off that. That's cool. And I'm like, all right, you know, click this button and uh, you can have money off this item. Immediately, I'm straight into, this has got to be a scam. I'm scammer mode. So I'm like, hang on a minute. Click this button in an email that's that's a clear sign of a scam so I was like I've got I've got an idea I've got a better idea what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna put into Google the um, the name of the company go to their website do a search for this item and see if this item on this website is cheap you know up here for thinking down there for dancing so I was like, right, I've cracked it. So I googled company name, came up. I looked through the possible, you know, the possibles. I was like, that's their website there. Clicked on it. So I was like, right, okay. 
did a search for the product that I'd been emailed about. And it came up, and it came up saying it was cheap. So I was like, okay, that's that. We're cool. Hang on a minute. What if? Because I've had that email. What if the scammers have been able to get into my Google search somehow through sending me that email? They've got into my Google search and when I actually do a search for that product, it's on it. It's, the website's not real because I got that email. So I was like, right, here's what we do. Instead, what we do is we go back to Google Google the company name, the product, and put scam after it. As I mentioned previously, if you ever think you're being scammed um, like on the internet, you can just simply do a search for the website and put and put the word scam after it, and you'll get like a list of um, possibles. Oh, you know, many people talking about how they were scammed by particular websites, like I did. So, went back to Google. What company name? Product name? Scam. Press enter. Not a single mention of there being a scam related to this product or this website oh I, I missed a step i missed a step when i first went to the website it it had like this little bar across the bottom of the product um and like a little fire symbol and it said only five left in stock i was like this is a digital product it's not you're not sending me a physical item you're sending me something digitally I don't think you can have such a thing as a number of stock items. It said they only had five and one had been sold. And I was like, you'll send that email to absolutely everyone. You're telling me that nobody has taken you up on the offer. So that was that was another reason that I was convinced it was a scam because it had like this thing on the web page that made it look more like a scam. So I did a search and I was like did the thing with the scam and the product and all this. And there wasn't a single mention of that website and that product. So I was like, okay. Here's the deal. What I'm going to do is I'm going to buy it. But, so basically I was like, I convinced myself that what the outcome was, was... If after all of my searching and all of my due diligence, the the end of that, I then got scammed out of the money, then there was literally nothing I could I could do about it. So that was that. Then one of the options to pay on the site um, was PayPal. Now I don't like PayPal. I'm not a fan of theirs. Uh, I don't use PayPal um, for um, a variety of reasons. <laughs> One of which is because there was a certain point in time where PayPal will be used, um, heavily used uh, for scams. PayPal were taking money out of people's bank accounts. So, <laughs> so I don't use PayPal. Uh, however, Leanne does. And she was there when I was doing this. Because I, I, I made such a big deal of it by this point. I was like, right, I think it's a scam. They want my money. And probably some DNA. Um, she's like, well, here's what you do. Use PayPal. And I know that PayPal has that... Um, like, if you get scammed on the internet, you can go to PayPal. And they'll... I, I presume they'll get you, I don't know, get your money back or something. I think it's, like, insured in some way. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. So she told me, she gave me the details. I paid. Um, they sent me an email. Then they sent me another email. Then they sent me the, another email. I got three emails from them. Uh, the last one had a code on. Um, 
at this point in time I'm like why why am I not why am I not saying so it was um, PlayStation Plus I got a thing through one of these online games companies um, for cheap PlayStation Plus for a year and it's normally like 50 quid or something um, and they were like oh you can have it for 43 pounds it's like okay sounds good 12, 12 months All I, for 43 quid I need one de half decent game out of it and it's made and it's paid for itself so I was a bit like yeah whatever so obviously they send the code so I am I am 100% not 100% but I'm quite quite convinced that when I put the code into the PlayStation it'll tell me that that code doesn't exist now admittedly uh, on the day in question I was suffering from severe number dyslexia which um, is sometimes a thing being heavily dyslexic sometimes it bleeds into numbers and I couldn't put a set of numbers in to save my life um, but I caught it before pressing enter uh, and went back and changed the numbers around and stuff Press the thing and it was like, yeah, here you go, there's 12 months of uh, PlayStation Plus for you, big man. I was like, okay. So I said to Len, I was like, uh, turns out it wasn't a scam in the end. <laughs> Yay me. Um, but, this is off the back of, so last week, I was getting... I think on average about six phone calls a day from um, a mobile phone number which was each time it was different but each time it was like a couple of digits different to my mobile number and I can only presume that, that, P, that whoever's trying to scam you on that one thinks that you'll answer it if it's close to your number like you recognise it so you'll be like oh I need to answer this because I'm ringing myself or something. Um, so that was like every day last week. Um, what was, I'm saving the best one, obviously. Uh, what was some of the others I've had? I still, I keep getting stuff like, uh, you know, do you want some American life insurance? It's like, I don't live in America, you know. Um, things like that. So it's just, it's just, it's been nonstop. And obviously, I finally put it all together and the the scam website that I went to obviously that's just where they collect your data you give them your your mobile phone number and your um, email address and that's all they need and that's that they've got you and they'll and they'll get you eventually um, so yes it, it finally happened today I received the single most classic email anybody has ever received who has been uh, on the receiving end of a of a scam type thing do I want to enlarge my penis because apparently the uh, the was it African doctors or uh, I presume some kind of let me find it Let's let's all have a good uh, a good old fashioned uh, chuckle. Oh, where's it gone? Where's it gone? You oh 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 no oh no it's here. Here we go. Uh, congratulations. Uh, the <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god, there's a picture. This is brilliant. African tribe penis growth technique exposed. This African elongation ritual can grow your penis up to seven inches. Learn this man's secrets. That and the fact that I can have a million dollars in life insurance coverage. So there we go. I am one lucky man. Uh, obviously, I've sent them my money, and I'm just I'm just waiting to uh, to receive the, uh, the 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 stuff in the post. 
uh, can imagine it'll be literally days so uh, good news there um, so yeah it's just it, it was just a lot about how um, this this fact that I've, I've been caught up in this whole thing it's how it's bleeding into everything now um, so um, I, I, I was talking to my sister on the phone um, <coughs> mentioned to her about like scams um, which in hindsight might not have been the best idea <laughs> because you know being in the thick of it She's like, oh, let me tell you about some scams I heard about. I'm like, oh, no, no, not more, not more scams. Uh, and one of the ones she told me, I was like, oh, my God, that, that applies to me. They'd, they'd absolutely get me with that. Um, it's not the penis one, by the way. Because um, they're definitely going to send me what I've ordered. <sighs> so there we go. And... and ultimately that is that for this week's stuff um i had a bit of one of those days today where i was like oh, yeah have i got i've got stuff to talk about and i was looking at my list i updated the list because i've missed something off it um and i was like hey you know there's 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 not nothing so let's go with that um something a little different it's been done before um but it you know ever so slightly different <clears throat> to make up for the fact that I haven't watched any movies um, in the last week. Is that true? Uh, me, and, me and the baby watched um, watched a DC animated movie, but um, I work on the principle I'm, that I'm one of like what's probably like three people in the world that actually cares. Um, so I won't, I won't bore you with that one. Also, I've seen it before, so I might have already talked about it. Um, I'm going to talk about a book. Uh, the book in question is Cold Storage. So, I am a man that likes a Kindle. Um, back in the day, I was not down with the Kindle. I was very much, oh, you got you got to have a book, haven't you? And then I started buying books. Um, about three years ago or something and very quickly realized the benefits to a kindle um there's quite a you know often quite a um quite a huge price difference uh and storage i ran out of storage for books a long time ago um so physical copies of books are few and far between nowadays uh generally it's like if it's a special book i'll have it in a physical copy so I got well and truly into the Kindle. Now what the Kindle does is that's nice is uh, you can get like cheap books and every now and then I'll get an email and it'll be like, hey, do you want a load of books for 99p? And I'm like, hell yeah, boy. Um, so I click on it pretty much always. I'll click on it and I'll go through. One of these days came, point in time I went through this thing. I ended up buying. So let's work out. Eight and four is twelve. Twelve, thirteen, one, I thought it was sixteen, but adding it up there, it's only fourteen. So I bought fourteen books one day, and it cost me three pound ninety six, ninety five. Less than four quid for 14 books. I bought a box set of books that had eight books in for 99p. I mean, they're going to be amazing, aren't they? Although, saying that, we'll come to that. I bought um, a box set that had four books in. Um, literally, I read a bit of a blurb. I was like, it's a pound. You can literally not buy anything for a pound. So, fuck it. Uh, and then I bought these these two books. Um, one is a book called Cold Storage, and the other one is a book that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look up now because we're, we're not here to talk about it. 
I'm not I'm not trying to hide it I couldn't tell you something in ink uh, I think it might be about druids maybe don't quote me on any of that because when I saw we are to talk about the book cold storage cold storage is written by the person who wrote now this was the thing it was a bit uh, the person who wrote Jurassic Park And some and another film. When I actually thought about that statement, as I am like, in it, that's not right. So I can only presume that they maybe wrote the screenplays. Anyway, not a lot of this is important. To put this into perspective, I bought fourteen books for less than four quid, and then two days later. I kind of half accidentally bought one book for a fiver. And the reason I say that is because it was um, it's the fifth book in a series of books that I've read. Um, but it was five pounds and that is too much money to spend on a book. But it said it was the last one and it had just come out. And I was like, uh, mm. You know, same old same. What can you buy for five these days? And then I'd kind of clicked the buy it button, and then I was a bit like, I don't know why I've done that because I didn't like the last one. It was that. I remember when I'd spoken about that werewolf book I read? That was the fourth book in the series. Um, so I bought the fifth book in the series, um, which I've started reading, and I'm happy to report at this point in time has been uh, so far better than book four but you know i don't want to don't want to anywho cold storage is the worst possible book i could have chosen to read in the middle of a global pandemic that might be a, an over exaggeration but basically it's a book about a virus um, and it's an intelligent virus, like I imagine a lot of viruses are, you know, with like mutations and stuff. Um, and, and that's basically what it's about. It's about a virus that can change itself to suit its environment. And its one and only goal is the same as, well, I guess would be all viruses' goals, to like take over. Um, it starts in... 1978 it starts um, and it's got these two characters and they go off to this place in Australia and they do a thing and they find the virus and that's that I'm not going to ruin it obviously um, and then it jumps does it jump 30 years to talk about something I think it sets up a load more characters 30 years later and then it jumps to basically present um, and at the time I didn't overly realise the importance of setting up these like middle characters um, but later on the uh, it becomes apparent and I was proper like I, I was properly blown away when I was reading like how all of these things link together. Not the best book to read in the midst of a of a pandemic, not gonna lie. But super super enjoyable book. Really good read. Really enjoy it. I one of those you know, when people talk about, like, oh, I couldn't put it down, absolutely. Really, really struggled to, to put that book down. Um, I just read it and read it and read it and read it. It was so, so good. Like, like the science stuff, um, to start with, it reminded me of The Martian. Um, and whereas, like, there's a lot of science stuff at the beginning of The Martian, the book. And it gets a bit overwhelming in the Martian. And I was really glad when, as time went on, it sort of died off. Whereas in cold storage, uh, there's loads of science stuff in it at the beginning, but it was it was just right 
it was pitched just right and then it sort of continues through the book because it talks about how this like this virus mutates and how it's able to overcome obstacles and stuff um so it's just the right amount of science you know that kind of science that you feel like your brain feels like it's clawing against it like it kind of understands uh, but you know not being a scientist it doesn't fully understand that kind of science um just apps honestly i i i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this the best 99p i have spent in a long time um just as, as an experience just yeah absolutely phenomenal great book great characters really well written really enjoyable read and it cost next to nothing um now then if i was a betting man i would put a sizable chunk of money on it being made into either a film or a tv series um, I'm, I'm going out on him there. There is mention of, uh, like in the acknowledgements at the end of the book, there is mention of a director. And I was like, are you just friends with this person, having been linked to uh, Jurassic Park and another film, which I can't re quite remember right now? Um, or, or is there another reason? Um, I don't know if it's still going to be on sale or available, but it's certainly something that I would encourage people um, to pick up. You know, if you can find that book for a pound, you are making an absolute killing on that one, just for the enjoyment factor alone. Um, but it's something that I would have definitely, in you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I would have absolutely paid full whack for it, that's for sure. Um, so there you go, uh, an update about something that doesn't involve a screen of some kind. Speaking of screens, I watched American Gods Series 3, Episode 8. And let me tell you this. It was alright. Um, I, I mean, I've said this, I've said this previously. Um, for me, American Gods needs to just give me a little bit of something. Um, and this episode did. It had a little bit of the God stuff in. I don't mean that. I mean, you know, the, the old gods. It had a little bit of that in it. Um, like there was Odin and Tyr and um, some God stuff happened. God shit went down. And that was fine for me. I was a bit like, you know something, if you just did a little bit of this in every episode, it would be fine. There was... <laughs> there was something in this episode. A big chunk of this episode was, um, was set in this hotel. And it was quite you know i feel old saying this but it was quite racy it was like oof i turned and looked at one of the cats and was like i mean this is uh it's a bit you know um so yeah it was like oof. um the other thing and i know i keep coming back to this i know i keep saying this but, um, the, like to me, where this series should be and where it is, it, it, it's it worlds apart. So Shadow's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to you know the place I'm living. Cool. Maybe we'll get back to that story sometime soon. And then he's buying a bus ticket, and then something happens. He's like, "Actually, no. Let's go to uh, let's go to Florida." So, I, yeah, 
Are we ever getting back to that part of the story? But hey, um, I honestly don't know how many episodes are going to be in this series. I feel a bit like this is episode 8. So, um, you know, is it going to be 10? Is it going to be 12? Have I already looked it up? I feel like I might have looked it up at some point. Um, as far as I'm concerned for the series, as long as it keeps like sort of drip feeding the stuff about the the various different gods, I'm okay with it. It's when you watch an episode where nothing happens and there's no real sort of god stuff and you're kind of a bit like, why are we here? What was the purpose of this? Um, so yeah, fingers crossed it keeps, it keeps on keeping on. Um, so, here's a thing. Uh, I've actually played some VR. Uh, and for once, I've actually played quite a bit of VR. Um, managed to carve out some time on Wednesday. And my, my soul... Oh, excuse me. My soul sort of agenda with trying to get some time for some VR in uh, was to try and play as much as possible and by that I mean try a few different things and see what's uh, see what's 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 possible so I was like I need to I you know I need to re-energize the, um, the, the the VR spark so unfortunately I think it's time to step away from Stormland so I made the decision to do that and I need to re re-energize the spark so easiest way to do that Let's play some Half-Life Alex. Put it on. Played through the first level. Got so far through got, got through the first level. And I was like, do you know what? I've got all these other VR games to play. Maybe I should skip playing Half-Life Half -Life Alex and actually get on and play some of these other games. So I went through the list of, uh, of games that I had available. Um, and found Zero Calibre. Now I might have spoken about this previously. Uh, it's a game that I got as part of, uh, of a bundle and when I put it on um, the calibration was way off and I just couldn't progress in it because the calibration was off. Uh, I'd, noticed that with, I'd noticed that with some of the other games but that has recently corrected itself so I was like, oh maybe that's fixed itself. And indeed it had. To a point. So it let me go through the uh, the training for the game, which it wouldn't previously. So I was like, cool. Um, basically just a lot of picking up guns and loading them and shooting. All fine here. Um, so that was that. Went on to actually playing the game. Um, the problem I had was... That it had no sound. Um, so doing like so much, you know, shooting a gun on a shooting range. Yay, the game's got no sound. It's probably not the end of the world. Going out into like, quote unquote, the real world and actually playing the campaign of the game. Having no sound may, it was a real difficulty. You couldn't really tell where people were shooting from, this and the other. So um, I was like, I can't do this. I'm going to have to abandon it. And the worst thing was, coming out of the game to, to quit it, the sound was there. Um, just not the, not the sound in the game at the point in time that you, you needed it. Um, so, so yeah. I, uh, I I gave up on that one for that point in time. I was like, maybe I'll try it again later. Maybe it'll be one of those things that everything will line up right, and in actual fact, it'll play it'll play better for me. Um, so I was like, okay, what else have we got? I was looking through a couple of games, looked at a couple of um, sort of like video reviews for a couple of the games to try and get a feel of something that I might want. Um, 
and I'd scroll past one of the games and I was like, oh, what's this? A game called Archangel, uh, which is a game where I could tell that it was like big robots. And I was like, ooh, big robots. I like big robots. So I was like, oh, let's give this a go. Put it on. And straight away, I could tell that there was that additional production factor, additional production value. Um, it looked a lot better than, than some VR games do. So I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And you go through like kind of a, a cutscene and then so far through you can interact with it and then it carries on a bit more cutscene. And ultimately puts you into a giant robot, um, you know, like like Pacific Rim kind of, you know, Evangelion kind of giant robot. And you control the giant robot, you control its arms, and when you turn your head, it turns its head. So it's like, you, you know, you're in this giant robot. And it's been done really well. There is a real, a real feel um, like you're in the cockpit of this, of this giant robot. It really, there's something that they have absolutely nailed is that feel. You really get the sense that you, you could be um, in this giant robot. So that that's 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 cool. Um, bit of there's a bit a bit of tragedy at the start, um, and then you 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 get out in the world in a giant robot and you shoot stuff. Um, now then, a drawback which as time's gone on has been less of a drawback, but initially it was a drawback. You don't control the robot's movement. You have no control over forwards and backwards. It's, it's essentially an on-rail shooter. You do control the arms because at various points you need to punch things. Uh, you need to aim the, aim the guns which are on the backs of the arms, backs of the hands sort of thing. Um, and it's, you know, stuff comes at you, you shoot it. Uh, big ships come at you, you shoot them. There you go. Now then, this game has one major drawback. When you like, when you do like half a mission, and you do um, you do a traded thing at the beginning, and it goes, "Oh, we're going to give you uh, you've been damaged, so here's some health. We'll we'll throw it at you. Grab hold of it." For the life of me, I cannot work out how to grab these health canisters that they throw at you. In the training, it just keeps doing it, it keeps doing it, it keeps doing it. And then eventually, at some point, I'd accidentally grabbed one. No idea how. And then it moved on. And I was like, eh, learn as you go kind of thing. Since then, I have, I have never been able to grab a single one of these health canisters. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what I'm missing, what, what movement, what button press I'm missing, but I cannot grab these canisters at all. So you get halfway through a mission and they throw the canisters to you. You don't grab them. You've got half, uh, you know, half armor, half shield, whatever you want to call it. And then the mission proceeds. So ultimately what's going to happen is you are going to die in the second half of the mission. Luckily, uh, when you die, it refills the the health bar so i mean not ideal but um but yeah that is that is a thing um what i can say is it's a game i've gone back to a couple of times uh two or three times so far and let's say for example i was i was going to go and play vr now um that's the game that i would be putting on to play uh there was another game on the list which I can't think of the name of right now, which will probably be the next thing I try. Um, but yeah, I'm telling you, this uh, when I when I got that humble bundle and there was just like you know 300 quid's worth of games in it for so like 16 quid or something. Again, another absolute bargain. Um, and it's just it's very much been the the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, so yeah. That there is, is, is VR. Okay, let's talk um, actual computer games. 
I've only played one, and that one is Cyberpunk 2077. Man, this game is just... It's an enigma. Um, all I ever say to people is, I would really like to play a working version of this game. Because the more, the more time I spend with it, the more time I play it, the more I sort of work around the bugs and the broken bits and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of happy to say, I'm kind of pleased to say, I'm kind of whatever. I think there's probably a good game in there. Um, if it wasn't horribly broken, and if it wasn't just layer upon layer of garbage... Um, I honestly do think that there's probably quite a good game there, and I've, I've said this, I've said this every week. I say this week in week out when we sit and we talk about this game. Um, <laughs> very much like, very much like uh, what I was. <laughs> I think I've just, I'm just old. Very much like what I was saying about that uh, episode of American Gods. Um, Cyberpunk has these these sections, these cutscenes, they're, they're just, they're, you know, it's just, it's just sex scenes. And, you know, every now and then in a game you kind of come to expect it, you know, made by the people who made The Witcher 3, what more do you want? But, in this game they just feel gratuitous. And it's like, oh, here we go again, oh, you know, a different woman in a different situation, in a different car park, or a different vehicle, or a different whatever. Oh, yeah, you know, it's all all really, you know, exotic and racy and all that. And I'm just like, get on with it. So I was in the other day that said, um, from, you know, going forward, all sex scenes should be cut out of films because they don't do anything to further the story in any way I fully agree with that so as a man who fully agrees with that I I, I definitely don't want it in my games the more I'm talking the more I think I, I, I think I might be an old man I am an old man but now I'm starting to sound like one I just I just don't see the point. So, like, do you know how we could further the story? We could just not have this and just carry on talking for five minutes or something. Although the sound of that does sound boring. Just... I just don't need it, is what I'm saying. Um, something that had come up, uh, I, was, I was very convinced that I was about to finish the game, so I spent three days... And I obviously, when I say that, I do mean in playtime, um, you know, a couple of hours, whatever, a day. Um, just going off and doing side missions, picking stuff on the map, doing side missions, doing side missions, doing side missions. Then I realised that it was very unlikely that I was about to finish the game, because there was all this stuff that was way, way off being finished. So I was like... Maybe this isn't the end, so maybe I should go and do this, and maybe that'll unlock more stuff. And what do you know? That's exactly what happened. So I kind of, I was a bit like, oh, man, I've wasted three days just banging my head against a brick wall, trying to make something more of this game. Um, in hindsight, though, three days of, you know, grinding has essentially meant that my character is uh, is upgraded quite a bit um, and the sort of the technical stuff, the technology stuff um, I can do missions now with never pulling a gun never firing a single shot uh, just using like the technical abilities um, so that's kind of cool I was getting a bit twitchy because um, yeah just in a weird way like you often end up like using more ammo than you ever find so you were always like not running out of ammo 
but you like oh I don't have a lot of ammo whereas now um, you can get through a mission without firing a shot and that whole time you're collecting ammo next thing you've got loads of ammo as it is though you then end up fighting a boss and uh, you're back to where you were with almost no ammo so you know swings roundabouts you know in one of those ways if the game has been designed that way it's probably quite a quite a good design um you know do you want two thousand rounds for your handgun or do you want to be like i've only got a couple of hundred and if i do this mission i'll probably end up with like 50 that kind of thing um yeah i just i just wish it wasn't as broken you know i keep on this thing and i've mentioned this before and it's just it's just so annoying but when you're doing missions something will happen and you're like is the game broken or have i not done something and the answer is usually 50 50. sometimes the game is just broken it hasn't given you the option to do what you're supposed to do and you have to reload it and the other 50% of the time, you haven't done something that you should have done to make whatever happened happen. But you never know. <laughs> so you're just like, is the game broken? Have I not done something? What's the answer here? number of times I end up having to look stuff up on like YouTube and stuff. And it's like, oh, I just haven't picked up that item. Or, oh, no, the game's broken. I'll reload. It's quite exhausting in a lot of ways. Um, something else that struck me as, as weird. Um, the currency aspect of the game. You don't really seem to get a lot of money. I've been playing this game for a ridiculous number of hours. And I wouldn't say that I've got like a lot of money. Now, there's things where it's like, oh, go and buy a car. But then it just goes like throughout the game, it just keeps telling you of all these cars that are available to buy. And at one point, there was a car that popped up, and it's like, Oh, you could buy this car, it's $229,000. I was like, Okay, I've got 90. So what? Stuff like that. It's like, from where I am to where I would need to be, I'm like, I have absolutely no idea how the hell to find another $200,000 out of this game. But, two minutes later I'm doing a mission where this famous woman, I think she's supposed to be like a pop star or something, killed a guy, and she's like, get rid of the body for me. I'm like, all right then. So you take the body, throw it in like a, a garbage chute for you Americans out there. And then it came through saying that, that I'd been paid. I was like, cool, I've been paid. Going to get some wedge out of this. Like less than $2,000. For hiding a dead body. That a famous person killed. Like, the money is way off in this game. So yeah, it's very much like for every... Every small thing it does good and every small thing it does well, there's 50 things it does wrong. Um, it's a real shame because the more I play it and the more I see like, the, the effort that has gone into it, I just think, A, I think the technology wasn't there for it. Um, and B, it's just... It was released way too soon. I mean, they couldn't... I don't think they were ever going to be able to delay it anymore. But, yeah, probably need another couple of years. So there. That's uh, that's Cyberpunk. Um, I'm very much aware that... You know, I can probably end up playing Cyberpunk for X amount of time more. And I've got these other games that are currently staring right at me. So whether there might be a thing where I get it a bit further down the line and then switch you know whether we go back to Valhalla or uh, Watch Dogs or Immortals 
dare I say it, Avengers. Who knows? Um, but, as I'm sure you're aware, I will keep you posted down the line. So there we go. That's, uh, that's this one done. And uh, I will leave you there. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Another week gone. Where does the time go? That's what I want to know. Seriously, where, where does it go? If you're watching us on YouTube, do subscribe. It's the right thing to do. If you're listening to us in an audio world, then uh, you could subscribe as well and uh, be a hero. A hero. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye!